0: welcome to the hidden potential podcast i'm your host homer hargrove and in today's episode we're going to be talking about how to balance ministry and parenting in this episode i'm going to give you three takeaways at the end be able to apply it directly to your life every single week we bring you content to be able to help you tap into your hidden potential we do that by using practical and mental tools to better equip you for your leadership and ministry let's get started with a big thought and that is one way to experience burnout is by having your personal life invaded by the your work life and it's easy to feel completely exasperated y'all know what i'm talking about exasperated due to the additional efforts or pressures from work or from ministry and it if left unchecked it will it can totally ruin your potential as a parent as a spouse or as a minister, as a worker, whatever it is, it can ruin your potential. And because ministry is so personal and so unpredictable, one of the biggest challenges is learning how to balance your personal life and the ongoing demand of ministry. Today, in this episode, I'm going to focus on learning how to balance as a parent. I'm a parent. I got three kids. It took me three years to have my first baby. And then the second baby came by surprise just 13 months after our first one. I'm talking about delivered 13 months after our first one. Three months we found out and we're like, what? I just got this one. And then we made it 19 months before we had our third one. And I, I think I just got better aim is what happened. But as a parent, I'm going to share you my own personal experiences in an effort to give you a heads up of mistakes to avoid mistakes that i made and tips to help you better tap into your potential as a parent and as a minister i want to kind of break it down to three major lessons that i learned with each one of my kids starting off with my first kid let me preface to say that before i had kids at all I was very engulfed in ministry. Uh, I had a, I was worked bivocational vocational as a youth pastor, and there's oftentimes I was pulling seventy hours a week, and I was really just killing it when it came to giving my time, my energy, my effort. And I, I there was never a I didn't really have many points to where I felt like uh, I needed to reserve myself or back off away from ministry. I was I was always giving my time, and it was easy for me to balance marriage and ministry something that maybe we could talk about another time but once I had my first child it completely changed the game. It, it changed how I be, was as a minister. It changed how I was as a person. As It, it just totally rocked my world in ways that I, could, I just did not expect. And so with my first kid, I learned that you only have 24 hours in a day. You usually he- hear the kind of like a different tone of that, like we all have 24 hours in a day. And like I shared before kids, I I saw it like that. Uh, Well, we all have 24 hours. I got to make the best of this time. Well, I want you to just have a little shift in your paradigm and think you only have 24 hours a day. You don't have any more. You don't have any less. And time is limited. Time is limited and has to always be taken from something else. Anytime you give some time to something, you're taking it from something else. And if you let the ongoing demand of ministry lead you unchecked, meaning that if you just continue to say yes, yes, yes to ministry, it is always ongoing. And if you never check yourself, you will take time away from your kids to give to people Uh, who may or may not even be there in nine months. You should never feel like you have to sacrifice your family for ministry. And I want to really emphasize this for a minute, because after my first child, I was still doing ministry. I was a church planter, and I was still just a youth pastor at heart. And so really right when I had my first child, I ended up volunteering with a, a, a student ministry, not associated with the church. So here I was a church planter volunteering for student ministry. And I was, uh, I, I started off by going to one club and I was like, well, I, I could go to another club and another one. And when I say club, I'm talking about high school clubs, like on-campus clubs. And I was going to uh, uh, two different high schools m- majority of the time, on three different times a week. And I was giving hours and hours and hours of my time during the weekday in order to give to ministry. And I, I want to be clear that I'm not trying to project that ministry is invaluable. The time I spent there was, was, was amazing. There's kids that, that had an, incredible experiences. But what I learned through that time is every time I, I would go to another school, every time I would go up to another club, I was taking more and more time away from my own kids and there it's it's not that you can never ever ever do that but you must understand that you need to learn how to balance that time because for me again first child I said yes to the first club then yes to the second club yes to the third club and I ended up going to a fourth club and I was I was gone Again, this is like extra credit stuff. I was gone all this additional time, hours and hours and hours away from my baby. And that is time that I will never get back. And I want to be clear that for me, I, it was it was learning that the more I say yes to something, the more I'm saying no to my own kids. And you need to learn how to balance that because I felt this this. This continual drive to want to do ministry. And there's been plenty of times where I felt a pressure to do ministry. And anytime you get to that point, that breaking point where that balance is out of whack and you begin sacrificing family time for ministry time, you need to just check yourself. You need to have a reset moment and reevaluate because you only have 24 hours in a day don't steal it from your kids you, you you need to strive to be that parent that's that's present now let's go into what I learned in my second kid with my second kid I learned that you only have a hundred percent to give you ever heard that terminology give a hundred and ten percent well that's ludicrous it's it's crazy to even give a hundred percent of your energy to something you're lucky if you could give it sixty percent I mean we are so uh, we, we have this this crazy mentality that you could just make up numbers. You only have 100% of your energy, just like you have 100% of your time. And if being a good parent is important to you, then you will have to realize that you can't necessarily give 110% to ministry and to your kids. You will get burnt out trying to do that. And every time that you say yes to something, every time that you say yes to something, you are giving not just your time, like we talked about with my first kid, but you are giving your energy. There'd be so many times where I'd be done with ministry and I'd be so exasperated to where all I'm like brain dead. All I want to do is just chill out. I just want to get home and not do anything. And here I have this beautiful new baby that I, I don't have the energy to give my myself to. I may have the time. I got the time right. I'm here. We're here, but I don't have the energy to really fully be present and ministry, ministry energy can totally fry you like that mentally and emotionally to where you may be able to get your times balanced, but if you're too drained, it won't matter if you're there, if you're not really there. And you will feel too burnt out to really be there for your kids. So don't give the best version of yourself to strangers only to leave your kids with the scraps. Y'all dig what I'm saying? We give the best of ourselves to strangers and then leave our kids with the very scraps of ourselves. You don't have, you you don't have to say yes to ministry opportunities just because you theoretically can. Let, Let me unpack that. Just because you have the time to doesn't mean that you have the energy to, okay? You don't have to say yes just because you think you have the time. And within these two ideas, I want to be clear. Ministry is important I'm a minister of course and so when I'm saying this idea that you're giving the best of yourself to strangers I'm not saying that's not valuable but if I were to think about the times where I sacrificed time for my kids the times where I I gave the best of myself to somebody else and not and, and took that away from my children only to have those people not even come to my church anymore after nine months think about that scenario Yes, we want people to be saved. Yes, we, we want to be able to give the best version of ourselves because we're representing Christ to others. Yes, but just really grasp that you can still do that within reason. You can still do that within reason. Don't overdo it to where you don't leave anything for your kids because there are good chances that you will only be a minister in that person's life for that small amount of period, but you you, you only have your kids while they're kids. That leads me to what I've learned with my third kid. And with my third kid, I learned you should only say yes when it is truly a right fit. And I want you to think about this. As you are a parent who ministers, you are a parent who happens to minister, not a minister who happens to be a parent. If you get it backwards, you're always gonna feel burnt out as a parent, and, and you're going to not just exasperate yourself, but you're gonna exasperate your kids, because your family should be, you, 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 your family should not be put at risk for the opportunity of ministry. Y'all dig what I'm saying? Ministry will always be there. That, that's what I've been in ministry for over 13 years, and I've learned that there will always be an opportunity. For ministry, there is always going to be uh, more ministry available. You think that's that one chance? You will have a chance to minister again, and and but you will you will never one uh, you will your kids won't be. So let me put all that in one sentence. Ministry will always be there, but your kids won't be. What I mean that by that is that one day your kids will move out. My my I got babies. I mean, my oldest is five right now. So sometimes we we don't fully grasp that one day they're gonna literally move out and we think, well, I have time. I have time to make up. Think about this. Your kids, children, they develop lifelong habits and their worldview by the age of seven. That's crazy. I got two years left for my oldest to help them shape their to help shape their worldview because they are so impressionable even as babies. And if you are so absent while they're three, four, five, etc. They will have that impression on them for the rest of their lives. And you you need to take where your kids are at in their lives seriously and know that every single year of their life matters, right? I mean, we know that, but we, we don't always act like that. Every single year of your kid's life matters. I think about even just like now that my oldest is five, I think about when she was just a baby, like hold, uh, holding her in my arms. and I'm so grateful that I learned to be there in that time because it's like you you just will never I'll never have her as a little baby again. And all the times that we we try to chase ministry because we think that oh, this is a chance to minister. Don't sacrifice your kids for it. If it is a, gr- if it seems like a great opportunity for ministry, but it's the wrong time. If it's the wrong time, then it's not really a great opportunity for you. And, and I want to be clear that there's there's pivotal moments like as I think as children, like where your kids are at home as babies, you need to be mindful of like you will never have them as babies again. And as they get older, you can have more flexibility, but you need to know that if the time of ministry, if it's going to be taking too much time or energy out from your kids, then it's not a great opportunity for you. It may be a good opportunity for someone else, but not for you personally, because it's going to damage your kids. It's going to damage you as a parent. But if you say no to the things that were not a good fit, if you get the courage to say no and believe in, believe in God, have faith and hope that there's other opportunities out there. If you say no to the things that aren't a good fit for you, then you will be positioned to say yes to the things that are truly a good fit for your lifestyle as a parent. Ministry is so much more enjoyable when it isn't destroying your family. it it makes me think about the, the interchange I had between having my second kid and my third kid on my second kid is, I I remember I I was like right at the line to where it was too much. It was taking too much energy and time away from me as a parent. And it was, there's so many times where I was like, so stressed out, pulling my hair out. As I was, you know, trying to get to the place of ministry because my time, my energy was so exasperated that I was like literally like throwing a kid at my wife because I had to run out the door to be there in time. And it, it made it so much harder to enjoy that ministry but then on my third case, I was like, man, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make that mistake again. And there's so many things that I said no to. Great opportunities. I mean, I, I love working with detention centers. I love working with schools, but I had to I had to sit back, stay, take a step back and say, this is not a good fit for me right now. It was a good fit for me before, but right now I need to take a pause on this. Maybe when my kids are older. And I had to start saying no to ministry opportunities. Well, there came an opportunity with recovery centers to where it was like the right time, the center that I was gonna go to is, is was right by my house. And it was like, uh, it's, it was something I could talk about my wife with, and we took time to pray and consider it, and really consider the time and the energy. And we felt like it was a good fit. And now I've been doing that for almost two years now. It's been a great fit, great return. And I enjoy it. I don't leave there thinking like, oh, I got to rush home. I've almost ruined my family because I'm going from this to that to this to that. No, it's like it's so peaceful that I can enjoy ministry, come back. And I still have all the church. I have all these other things I do. But it's like it all is able to be at balance because I learned when to say no. And when something is actually a right fit for me now let's let's have three takeaways that you could use to try to help you fit this into your life and I really believe that with what we talked about today you could use this uh, a lot of these principles could be interchanged depending on what you need it to be for you dig what I'm saying so uh, takeaway one write down a list of 1 to 24 hours for your day so get a paper notes app whatever and just write 1 through 24, and those are each of your hours of a day, and do a time assessment. Write down next to each number what you do within that typical hour. Even if it's sleep, right? I'm asleep. Uh, you know, getting ready for bed, ready for bed. Maybe you're doing your devotional. Do devotional, you know, and so on. And include on there when you typically play with your kids, when you when you have time with your kids, when you have dinner, and do a full time assessment, and then block off your time for ministry and time for your kids. I think that doing time blocks like that to where for even for like when I schedule my day in my work week, I block it off like this is three hours, four hours, whatever. That is just for me creating content, doing ministry, whatever. And then in the afternoon, I literally have in my calendar four hours, whatever of kid time it literally says kid time and that's where i am there to be a dad and when you do time blocks like that it's a great way to organize your day not just as a parent but any whatever you need that for doing time blocks like that rather than even just doing a simple to-do list it helps you to to better organize your day so do that yourself and block off time for your kids number two make a list of your current ministry duties or roles and grade each of them with a plus or a minus it's just as simple like creating content does it is it a plus or a minus meaning does it give you energy or does it drain you does it give you energy put a plus does it drain you put a minus minus. and in order to you do that to understand what drains you what gives you energy And if you have way too many negatives, if you have way too many minuses that drain you, then you do positives, things that give you energy, then you may need to make some necessary changes to eliminate some of those drains. And even consider this, that... and as an example, let me give you an example. For me, I enjoy creating content. I would I would put that as like a plus. You could even get specifics, a plus one. Maybe it gives you a lot of energy, plus two. Doing like giving a message, doing a sermon, it is like a plus two energy for me. I, I like doing it. There, there's ministry tasks, like even just doing social media stuff. I hate it. I hate doing social media stuff. And it, I would put that as like a minus two. It drains me. And there's times where it's like I have to plan all the social media content for our church in like a single day. And I it, it's like I, it's a big minus day. And think about it like this. If you're looking at your schedule and you know that there's a transition between uh, your work and your kids, try to position your duties, your tasks with a positive at the transition to your kids. So if you're ending your day, try to do something that is a positive so you don't feel so drained when you're going to get your kids. You you dig what I'm saying? End your workday doing something that gives you energy so that you have something, uh, a good start with your kids. And, uh, And finally, finally, number three, write down two to three ways that you can minister to your child and make them the number one priority in ministry, my wife is amazing at this. She she is so good at ministering to our children. She teaches me all the time. And if you think that just two to three ways of ways that you can minister to your children, acknowledging that you are uh, as a parent ministering to your child and that that's your number one uh, your number one priority, it makes things so much simpler when it comes to. Uh, making decisions, and there's plenty of times for me where I've had to literally consider um, saying no to something, or even like, even if I'm behind, I look at what do I need to do right now? Do I choose to be a parent, or do I choose to uh, get this work done? And there's just simple times where I, I can I can take an L on my work in order to get a win as a dad. And even if it means just playing with my kids, like that's the number one way I minister to my kids is by playing with them. And it, it makes it so much more focused understanding that you're not just killing time with your kids, but that you're really doing something that you're having experiences and moments with them that are going to last so much longer and be so much more effective than anything that you'll do in ministry. And so I hope that this uh, this talk was meaningful for you. I hope that was edifying to your leadership. And that made a difference in your life. Can you do me a favor? Can you rate and review this, this podcast? It would really mean a lot to me. It helps us to appear in the algorithms of things. And for people to be able to see some reviews and say, oh, let me check this out. I really appreciate it. All that being said, uh, I'm, I'm thank you all for being a part of the Hidden Potential Podcast. All that being said, have a great life.